0: Hi, I'm Nikki from Teaching Autism and welcome to the Autism and Special Education Community Podcast. Are you an autism or special education professional? Are you a teacher or therapist looking for support and new ideas? You may even be a parent, family member or carer. This podcast is perfect to help you find out more information, support and get some of your questions answered. Hi everyone and welcome back to another episode on my Teaching Autism and Special Education Community podcast. I am so excited to have you here and listening to our podcast. If you haven't yet, be sure to head on over to our Facebook page, Teaching Autism, and we actually have a private group on there just for those who want to be part of our Teaching Autism and Special Education community. It's a great place for you to hang out, chat with others, share tips and advice and ask questions too. I'll also link to it in the show notes today for you to get easy access to head on over. Today on the podcast, I am talking about one of my favourite parts of the classroom and that is cooking. Cooking is just one of the lessons that we all look forward to every week and I just wanted to share some information with you today about why it's important to be cooking in your classroom well as some of my best tips for how to do it. Now, although I refer to this lesson as cooking, it doesn't always have to be something that you need an oven to complete. You can find so many great recipes that don't require cooking or even an oven, and you can always change the name of this session to food technology. So I often get asked, why should I be cooking in the classroom? I was never told to do this. What are the reasons for it? How does it benefit the students? And this is often done because most teachers just want to be able to take a request to their management about starting cooking and they just want some reasons to back up their request. So I'm going to share some quick information about why you should be cooking with your students. First is, this is a great opportunity to work on measurement skills in a real hands-on life experience. It also gives your students the chance to work on their reading and understanding skills and being able to follow the sequence of a recipe. Your students will appreciate the end product and they can taste it as well. This is a great opportunity to work on trying new foods. Cooking is an important life skill and it gives your students the opportunity to experiment and problem solve. Your students will also have the opportunity to learn a huge new range of language And it's a hands-on and engaging experience for them. You'll also have the chance for your students to observe changes. So, melting butter, mixing ingredients together, and then discuss these changes. You can use it to teach about healthy eating habits, and the opportunity to learn about foods from around the world. You can do themed weeks with your cooking like we do, and we especially love doing this for Chinese New Year and Christmas around the world. You can also have your students look at the recipes beforehand, make notes of what ingredients they need and then go shopping for these. And this helps to expand the lesson even further. Now another question that I often get asked is, how do I start cooking? What do I need? My biggest piece of advice is just be prepared, make sure you have everything you need in advance because nobody wants to be running around trying to find things while your students are waiting. I'm also going to share in the show notes some of the things that I like to make sure we have for our cooking sessions. And these are just things like mixing bowls, measuring cups and jugs, wooden spoons, whisks, some plates, cutlery, apron, silicone cupcake cases, oven gloves, tea towels. There's a huge list up on the show notes. Just head on over, check them all out. But my biggest tip is whatever you buy Go for plastic over glass because you'll have less chance of breakages. For recipes, there are just so many places that you can get these from. Maybe there's a recipe you've used before. Pinterest is another great option. And in the show notes, I'll share my Cooking in the Classroom Pinterest board that has a huge range of great ideas for you to try out. My only tip is if you're trying a new recipe, try and do a test run if possible before you do it with your students. You can also theme recipes to whatever topic you're working on or even a holiday or seasonal event. We recently made sheep cupcakes. They were so fun to make and they looked great. Every classroom is different and because of this you'll all have different students. For us, we've always done cooking on a one-to-one basis. So one member of staff leads the cooking session and another member of staff is in charge of fetching students to and from the cooking and taking photos of them. And the rest of the class will be completing other activities with other staff members. But you may have a class that can work together as a group. So you could all sit around the table together and follow a recipe as a group. You can print the recipe out. You can break it down into symbols. You can put it up on the whiteboard for everyone to see. And a PowerPoint is great for this. And in the show notes, I'm going to link a free walkthrough recipe for making Easter cornflake nests for you to try out with your students as well. Now, one of the setbacks you may be worrying about with cooking in the classroom is how to afford it. We've always asked our parents to send in pocket money every week. This doesn't have to be much, but just enough for us to cover snack, cooking and trips out. Don't forget the recipe can be split between all of your students. You don't need every student to make 12 cupcakes each. Your students can make just two cupcakes each. And you can have students in charge of different parts of a recipe as well. In regards to getting all the baking equipment, you have a number of options. You could put together a fundraising page. You could share about your plan on social media and ask friends and family members if they're able to donate anything. You could send a letter home to your students' families and ask them if they have anything they could donate. Also, reach out to local shops. Maybe they can donate something. And I'm going to link a great blog post in the show notes where you can find Lots of great fundraising ideas for the classroom. I'm also going to link in some fun cookery sessions that we've done before as well. And off the top of my head, there's Halloween ones, sheep ones, Easter ones, St. Patrick's ones, Valentine's Day ones, healthy ones, Christmas ones, summer ones. We do a huge amount of cooking. So head over, you can check out all of those great ideas that you can try with your students. If you have some tips to share about cooking or any questions you want to ask, just head over to the show notes, leave them in the comment section or send me an email on contact at teachingautism.co.uk. As always, if you have a spare couple of minutes before logging out today, I would really, really appreciate you leaving us some feedback on the podcast and that will help others be able to find us as well. Thank you for listening and I'll speak to you again soon.